Well, Maureen, it's good to be back with you. I was talking to you last year about the Cranford Historic Preservation Advisory Board. For those who didn't hear our first interview, could you give us a little bit of an overview of what the board is all about, please? Sure. Thanks, Bernie. We were established by an ordinance, a Cranford ordinance, so we are a township committee, and we were created to aid in the preservation of Cranford's architectural past. And we do that through education, through presentations, and through trying to help the township committee with their preservation efforts in the township. 2013 was a pretty active year for the board. Tell me some of the highlights of the activities that were taking place last year, if you would, please. Uh, We had a lot of successes last year. We were really very pleased. Each year we set several priorities. And last year our two major priorities were to have the fireplace that had been taken from the Roosevelt School before it was demolished, have that installed in the community center lobby, And then our second priority was to get an ordinance passed in the township to create a process for creating historic sites and historic districts in town. For those people who haven't been to the community center lately, the fireplace was installed in November. It looks fantastic. The tiles are from Flint Fiance Company in Michigan. The scene on the fireplace is a barnyard scene. Really, really lovely fireplace. And then we created a plaque hanging next to the fireplace that lists all the donors, the many people, organizations, businesses, individuals who helped fund the installation of the fireplace. Their names are listed on the plaque, and the plaque is surrounded by animal tiles that we also rescued from the school. So the plaque looks wonderful also, and so we're very pleased with that achievement. Vic, when it comes to that fireplace from Roosevelt School that's in the community center, that just didn't magically appear in the community center lobby. No, it certainly didn't, and the funds that we raised covered the installation by the professional tile installer, but it required that a foundation base be built, which uh, would have been about $1,700, as I recall. Uh, Seattle Brothers donated the materials and the time to construct that, and also when the plaque was ready to mount, they uh, did the mounting of the plaque, framing and mounting, so we owe them a special uh, vote of thanks. Our other success last year was to have an ordinance passed by the Township Committee that created a process to establish historic districts and sites within Cranford. There are several sites within Cranford, like the Crane Phillips House and the Dresher's Mill, that have been recognized on the national level, on the state level, on the county level, but they were never recognized on the local level because there was no ordinance or process to create these historic sites or designation of districts or sites. So working with the township committee, and they were very helpful, we went back and forth, and together we created an ordinance that everybody's happy with to designate these sites. And then jumping to this year's priorities, our priorities now for 2014 are to designate specific sites and districts within Cranford to actually use that ordinance and name specific districts and sites. The first one was actually just passed by the Township Committee this past Tuesday night, and that's the Crane Phillips House, which is a a standard within our our community. The next two that we're going to be working on are Dresher's Mill and uh, Sunny Acres. So one will be a site and one will be a district.
Vic, one of the interesting things that the board produced last year was a map of the town of Cranford that shows all of the homes and when they were built. Tell me a little bit about that map and how it was created, if you would. There is a uh, state public domain property tax database, and we have a very good uh, individual on HBAB who is the geomapping person at the State Historic Department. And so he married that database with a map and uh, we now have a color-coded map of each property within Cranford, dating it within a period of several decades. That map that we're talking about is available for purchase in town, isn't it? Yes, indeed it is. It's available at the Artist Framer on North Avenue in Cranford. Uh, the unframed versions are $10.00. Uh, Stephanie has done a wonderful job of framing them, and they're available for $50. So we uh, urge everybody to go in and even just look at the map to uh, see what color their house is, to see when their house was built. It really is an interesting map to look at, and it's fun to see how our town developed from the center in kind of concentric circles going, going out as the years went by. Maureen, you talked about some of the other priorities in terms of things that you wanted to do. One of the things that you had discussed is freshening up, if you will, a video that was done about Cranford that many people may have seen as they watch TV 35. Exactly. The architectural cruise through Cranford was done back in 1989 by a gentleman named David Holden. And many, many people have seen it. It's available at the library. But it is a little dated at this point since it was done so many years ago. So... Our other priority for this year is to redo, revise that one-hour video, and it will include not only the architectural descriptions of many of the houses in Cranford, but we're also adding a lot of history. So we can put the houses in context of what they were doing, what we were doing in Cranford during the years, as well as the architectural elements of each of these houses. And we're hoping to have that done within the next few months. For those people who have an interest in Cranford history, whether it's the architecture, just the general history, and might want to get involved with the board, tell me a bit of how they would do that. Sure. We would love to have participation from anybody in Cranford who is interested in our cultural or character heritage. We meet every fourth Thursday of the month at the community center at 730 in the evening. You're invited to just attend one of our meetings if you would like to do that. If you would like to become a formal member, all of our members are named by the mayor. So if you would contact me at m underscore strasden at yahoo.com, that's S-T-R-A-Z-D-O-N, or you can go to preservecranford.com, which is our website, or our Facebook page. Get in touch with me in, in some way, and uh, we can discuss it, and we can ask the mayor to name you to our committee. Over the years, and, and just still, we have been confused with the Cranford Historical Society. The Cranford Historical Society is a private society that was established in the 20s. They serve the community by keeping archives about Cranford. They're a wealth of information about Cranford. We work together with them. Our mission is slightly different, but we are definitely complementary organizations. Over the last few years, we have been joining to award the Cranford Preservation Award. And this year, it will be announced in April, as it was last year. And we designate or recommend one house 
or building in Cranford that has been restored in some way that we really think has added to the character of Cranford. Actually, two, three years ago, the awardee was the people of Cranford for all of their work in restoring our community after the flood. Last year, we named an individual house, wonderful house, where people had restored it. And again, this year, that's our goal. So we do work together in a lot of different ways with the historical society. But as I said, we are a separate organization.